Any and all content used on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Under no circumstances shall the content by the artists or any contributors be construed as anything other than entertainment. The creators on this podcast will not be held responsible for any misleading interpretations of the content or music, which serves as no purpose more than for the form of entertainment. Enjoy the show. Uh oh, are, 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 are we in the building? Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition, another installment, a new episode of the TOB After Dark Show with your boys, Todd Apaga, HD, and Cousin Scrap are in the building. Well, uh, well. Honestly, I'm just in the building right now, but um, hopefully HD and uh, Scrap will come on the show later as the show progresses. But um, hope everybody's been having a great day. Hope you're having a great week so far. Um, we have a lot to get into, first of all, today. Um, as my cat says as well. Huh? Anyway. <laughs> I got to fight with my cat over here, man. Um, Let me just go into a soliloquy about that real quick. I never thought in my wildest dreams that I would, like, take care of a cat. Granted, this is my lady's cat, right? She's been been raising this cat for 10 years. You understand what I'm saying? That's her cat. But now that's my cat. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's my cat. And I never would have imagined myself a cat dad, a cat person at all. Like, that's not even, like... Cats was never even my my mantra. That wasn't even my M.O. I was always a dog lover. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I had rabbits and birds for pets and shit like that. Dogs for pets. I never thought about having a cat as a pet. You understand what I'm saying? But let me tell you something. Oh, oh they are the only animal to really catch these mice the way that they do. Let me tell you something. New York City got them all, and it, it, and they they ain't going nowhere. So it is beneficial in New York City for real for you to have a cat. All right, listen. Like I said, we have a great show for y'all today. Um, let's not waste any time. Let's really get into um, what we want to talk about today. It's not going to be a long one, but a good one. Again, uh, hopefully we can get HD and Scrap in here. But if not, we're just going to continue to keep it going. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Um, first thing on the docket, Keith Lee exposes the Atlanta food scene. Wow. Um, if you don't know who Keith Lee is, uh, Keith Lee, um, fellow Detroiter, shout out to him, 313 in the building. Um, Keith Lee is just... If you if you really ask him, he's just your regular regular, you know, guy from Detroit who does food reviews, right? In the in terms of the public eye, um he is a food review critic who has blown up on TikTok. And when he comes to your restaurant in a sense, um his presence can either bring you up or bring you down in a sense. You know, um, with 17 million followers on TikTok, 
with over 2 million on Instagram. This man went from being an MMA fighter to, and he's, and he's told his story before. He's went from being an MMA fighter to struggling, struggling, to now he's, he's being blessed and now blessing others. You know what I'm saying? And so Keith Lee literally does, you know, just goes around to different food places, whether you're a mom and pop shop, right, which he really tries to, you know, pinpoint. He really, he really tries to go to those mom and pop shots that were struggling, especially during the pandemic. I really was a, became a fan during that time. Um, he really went to those mom and pop shops that were struggling, you know what I'm saying, during that time and really getting some good food from some amazing spots, from some amazing cities. And so now he was doing a food tour with his family, right? Because now everybody knows Keith Lee. You know what I'm saying? He's doing these food tours with his family. He's going around to different ma- ma- uh, metropolitan cities. Um, and his next stop was Atlanta. And now, so in different cities, in Houston and, of course, Detroit and um probably LA he's never really had an experience like an ATL experience you understand what I'm saying now I've never been to the uh, ATL definitely want to check it out um but let me just be honest and let me be frank um watching Keith Lee's experience in the food scene because I always judge a city really off of your food um is your food good is your hospitality Right. I know when I went to Houston over this past year, hospitality was amazing. Food was muy delicioso. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I'm hearing Keith Lee talk about, yo, you can't do takeout. You know, wait time is like two hours. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's that's regular. But Keith Lee, again, he's not a celebrity food critic. Right. He's just a regular, regular man who does food critiques who reviews food in his mind right again to us and us who really watch him and and know what's good brother once you got kevin hart in your back pocket you 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 made it (laughs) when you have kevin hart asking you and paying you to come review his restaurant which is a totally plant-based vegan restaurant Come on now, you 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 you've you've made it to some type of level of success. So to me, again, your influence and your weight and your the the power of what you say holds some type of weight now, right? I don't I don't necessarily know if Keith Lee has recognized that, but I'm recognizing it for you. So even and still, he goes to Atlanta, and every video he's posting, you know, it's it's not good, right? So we get to the old lady gang. Milk and honey. Um, the real milk and honey, excuse me. Um, so what it happened with the old lady gang, which is Candy Burris's uh restaurant, um, they told him there was an hour and a half wait time. Well, they told his family because he never allows he never goes into the restaurant. He lets his uh his beautiful wife go or some somebody else from his family or her family, a cousin or whatever, go inside or a friend go inside to order the food for them. Right? Now, what do we know about most restaurants? In, in 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 some of our communities, right? We don't have good customer service. That's just that's just real, right? And we bring out the spectacular customer service when a celebrity comes in the door, or when somebody high profile comes in the door, or when somebody comes in the door that has status to kind of boost 
our business in some type of way. We're not we're not in a time where relationships matter. We're in a time where business and getting that dinero matters. You understand what I'm saying? That's the time that we're living in. It's sick to say, but that's what we're living in. And this is just an example of that to me. Um, Keith Lee, you know, has his people go up in there and they tell them it's an hour and a half. Wait, we don't do takeouts. OK, cool. Um, so then Keith goes right behind him. Right. And what do they say? What do the people at the register say? Five minutes. We can do you. We, we got you. Oh, that's Keith Lee. We got you in five minutes. Five minutes. Now, now, hold on. Now, you wait a tick. You telling me five, five minutes now? When it was an hour and a half? Huh? What? What? No. You know what? No. I, I, I'll go eat somewhere else. And that's what he did. He decided. He told them, I'll, I'll, mm. That's fine. Thank you so much uh, because you guys told my family, <laughs> literally my wife, you understand what I'm saying, and my sister, um, that I, you know, it was an hour and a half, two hour wait, and now it's a five minute wait. So we done jumped an hour and 55 minutes damn there. Um, so no, I'm, I'll go eat somewhere else. And so he decided to go see, eat somewhere else. Now, the real milk and honey, um, with this particular situation you know, he was waiting in the car. They asked what the time was. And there were like a few other sets of group of people with them. Um, I'm sorry, before them. He said it was another, it was a, uh, a pair of two girls who were waiting for about an hour and a half. There was another pair of two girls who were waiting for like two hours. And they were trying to get Keith in the door, right? Milken, the real Milk and Hunter was trying to get Keith in the door, Right. Once they knew it was Keith Lee, they were trying to get him in the door. Oh, oh, well, we can see what we can do. We can make it a little bit. No, the people that's in front of us, as he said, the people that are in front of us, please make sure they get a fucking table before me. So, you know what the real milk and honey does, because now the backlash is coming from 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 his videos, getting on Twitter and TikTok and everything like that. You know what the real Mick and Honey does? You know what they do? They sit here and make this dumbass, dumbass video about, do you know who Keith Lee is? I don't know who Keith Lee is. And here goes, I guess, the owner and pops. Uh-huh. I don't know who Keith Lee is. Keith Lee is the man that will break your restaurant down. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, we seen him go to a Jamaican spot, and she treat him like, mwah, food, mwah. And what, 20, not even 24 fucking hours, she opened the next day. It's a line out the door. That's not, that, that just don't happen to all, that just don't happen to a lot of restaurants every fucking day. So that's the influence and the power of Keith Lee. It can go good, and we've seen how it can go bad. Now, I will say Candy Burris handled it in a very professional way, as professional as you could on social media. Um, I felt like her response, you know, was just a little light shady. Not light, not shady as if I'm trying to be condescending, but I'm just telling you what it is, how it is, and that's just it. But that's just been candy. She's just going to tell you what it is. You understand what I'm saying? Respect to that. I think what wasn't addressed, though, 
Um, and maybe she needs to address that with him. And maybe that's the thing she needs to address with her staff is the ability to lie. Right. And what are you talking about? How, how are they lying? Well, how do you tell somebody who's been sitting there for an hour and a half or who, who just comes in, who's a quote unquote regular, regular person like me who comes into your restaurant and say, you say an hour and a half, Keith Lee or somebody with his status or his fervor comes in and now it's five minutes. Why are we lying? Why? Because you think you, you think you're going to get a good review on your food. You think, see, that's what a lot of you do. You believe that you're going to get a good review on your food. And because it's a celebrity, you want to make sure that food is stellar. So, Another question then comes into my mind with all of this. Because y'all know how far my mind goes. What does it mean? And are you just sitting here not giving us, the regular degular folk, high quality food? Trash! Because Cardi B said it. Cardi B was like, yo, Keith Lee ain't wrong. And Cardi B wasn't the only one. And trust me, I'm not getting this from I haven't been to Atlanta. I've heard all my fellow ATLians say this shit. They have been coming out and saying Keith Lee ain't fucking lying. They've been saying that. Not the ones who just coming and going in and out of Atlanta. No, the ones who actually live there, pay their taxes and what do up the bam. And actually live there. And actually eat at your shit. Try to eat at your shit. Give it an attempt. And see, what I need under restaurants to understand, whether you are old lady gang, the real milk and honey, or whatever, I need restaurants to understand celebrities don't sit here and stabilize your business. They don't. It's the community. I hope y'all get that as restauranteers and restaurant owners. People who want to get into this business and say, hey, I started a business making food. See, a lot of times y'all just in it for the money. Well, the money generally comes from how good your food is. You just can't give me, you just can't get me drunk and think I don't want no food. I've had bad bar wings before. I've worked at a bar before. Respect to that bar. My bar was shit. But my food, because I was the cook back there, my food was A1. They asked for me when I was off. Hey, yo, can you come in? We need you. They, they, they want your food. They want your food. Yeah, I know they want my food. I know they want my breakfast burger. I know they want my wings because I don't sit here and just fry them till they just fried and that's it. Nah, we got to make sure they things is done. See, some people like to just sit there and fry their wings and let them be all like soggy. You still see the, the, the bloodline in that shit is disgusting. You are nasty motherfuckers for that. But off the topic, all I'm saying is this. Keith Lee ain't wrong for what he did and what he said. And he was respectful in how he did it. Very respectful in how he did it. What this just tells me about the Atlanta food scene is that y'all, as a conglomerate, don't have great customer service at all. 
Y'all are just there for the shits, the giggles, trying to look cute, and that's it. I get it, but don't expect too much when you ain't getting paid that much. Right? Y'all trying to be so damn exclusive that you ain't about you about to sit here and go out of fucking business. Trash. You placing your restaurant in the community, but you talking about it's an exclusivity. Oh, we close at this time early. We don't take takeout. What talking about? Oh, we got to give our food staff a break. I'm sorry. Don't y'all have off days? Right. A real like y'all. Maybe y'all just didn't understand or maybe like watch how you know restaurants are done you know reoccurring cooks having like two or three cooks maybe that's not you know maybe or or maybe y'all don't have the funds to pay those people maybe y'all don't have the i don't know i don't know that's not my business but what i am saying is your customer service has to be top tier top tier stellar and it's not trash keith lee really said y'all Period. And it couldn't even be a fool. Because he didn't even get food. It's your fucking customer service. Trash. So, hey, man, I'm not mad at Keith Lee for exposing y'all. You know, I, I it, and it's not even exposing. You expose yourselves. Your fellow ATLians exposed y'all too. Like, I agree, I agree, I agree. <laughs> boy, boy. Just hope y'all get it together, man. Hope y'all get it together. Um, listen, I guess everybody's going at each other's head lately. Uh, Saucy Santana versus DJ Academics. <laughs> now, if you would have put that in a celebrity boxing match, and if you asked me who was gonna win this fight, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Saucy Santana gonna get that nigga the hands. You feel me? Because Saucy Santana is like stocky. Okay. Like DJ Academics, he, he I'm not good. He don't look scary. He don't look scary. So why are these two fighting? Why why are these two fighting, right? So the, the City Girls were per, uh, were recently on The Breakfast Club. Um, they did an interview. You know, their new album's out. Uh, shout out to the City Girls and all, uh, and, and all of their success. <laughs> Um, but you know, DJ Academics, you know, he streams and everything like that, does his shows. So he was streaming and he probably said something that was a little inappropriate about the city girls that did not need to be said. And again, DJ, if excuse me, DJ Academics loves to sit here and really, and I, and I look at his Twitter page sometimes and I look at what he talks about sometimes. It's mostly about like, women and what they doing you understand what i'm saying it's particularly black women and what they doing and i'm just like yo you 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 this is your bag huh you you like staying in this bag like this is this is the bag you like you like to stay in the bag of degrading black women you understand what i'm saying like like constructive criticism okay i understand that that could be debatable but the fact that you just go in on black women for no reason you you just as bad as fresh and fit what the fuck but we've known that for years so it it really don't matter so you said some shit about the city girls and you forgot the city girls have a best friend named saucy sand motherfucking talent you understand what i'm saying and he went at your head 
He went at your head. Now you came back talking about, oh, I'm Jamaican, Bati man, uh, come come to the headquarters, bop, bop, bop. I'm like, now when Saucy said headquarters, that's the first thing I quit. I, I said too. I said, nigga, you got a headquarters? A headquarters? A headquarters? Nick. A uh, he- uh, headquarters. Can we be? Can we be frank? <laughs> can we be for real, real quick? Let's let's let me. Cause that was hilarious. So let me keep that. Let me keep this a motherfucking beat real quick. You talking about a motherfucking headquarters, right? And this is hilarious, huh? Hilarious, hilarious. Because just with the mess, shout out to Jess Hilarious, said this on the Breakfast Club. You ain't never in the in the years that you've been streaming on that in that motherfucking singular ass chair. Have you sat here and, and invited anybody to come to your quote unquote headquarters? You feel what I'm saying? You ain't invited a Joe Budden. You ain't invited a Rory or Maul. And you've had more smoke with them than you've had with motherfucking Saucy Santana. I was like, oh, the headquarters, huh? Because Saucy said he going to beat your ass and then, oh, my God. And see, this is why you don't go back and forth with a gay man. Because they read you. Nobody reads you down worse than a gay man. Right, is a gay man, black woman. That, that, that's don't go go there. Don't go there. Right, like don't don't do it. Cause when you go there, it's it's a wrap, and they gonna take it somewhere where you. Saucy took it. Saucy Santana took it somewhere that DJ Academics can never go. And if he goes there, then we all gonna be looking at him sideways. We all gonna be looking at him like. Uh, nigga, what? Like, you feel what I'm saying? So, let it go, academics. Let it go. You fucked up again, as always. Just let it go. Let it go. You lost. You know you're not going to be outside. Because Aussie, like, come outside. You don't be outside. You be in that little ass room. That little ass room. I be thinking you in New York. You in that little ass room. Come to the hair. I said the headquarters, nigga. <laughs> now you know he gonna probably go on the rant on somebody talking about oh, you fucking bitches and shit like that. I let the bitches suck my nuts and da da da. I'm like, <sighs> that man got the gout. Trash. <laughs> Listen, I, I wish all. I, stop going at people. You feel me? Stop going at people, cause it's it's just just stop, just let it let it go. Um, what does need? I, okay, so let's. I don't even know how to how to go into this the right way, because I was coming on here to talk about you know when a person pushes you off a bridge, you get jail time. However, when reading deeply into more of the story, you find that the jail time for some offenses. It's not equal to the jail time if, let's just say, hypothetically, 
you as a black man, black woman, minority woman, hell, even white woman, in a sense, to a degree, white man, would not get this type of jail sentence for pushing someone off a bridge. Let us go to um, our news report and uh, we'll get back to y'all on the other side. Let's take a listen. A teenager who shoved her friend off a 60-foot-high bridge will spend as much time in jail as her friend spent in the hospital. Attorneys thought they'd worked out a plea deal to keep the young woman out of jail, but the judge had another idea. Punishment for the teen who pushed her friend off a bridge. 19-year-old Taylor Smith was in tears as she was escorted away in handcuffs after being sentenced to two days in jail. The ruling surprised both sides. Taylor had pled guilty to reckless endangerment, and prosecutors recommended no jail time. But the judge refused to go along. Jordan, I'm going to push you. This is the moment Taylor pushed Jordan Holgerson off the bridge in Washington State last August. Ready? Jordan plunged 60 feet into the water, landing chest first. She suffered six broken ribs and punctured lungs. At the sentencing, Taylor said she was sorry. I'd like to sincerely apologize to Jordan Holgerson, her family and friends for the pain and humiliation I had caused by my mindless action that occurred last summer. Then off she went to jail for two days. Jordan says she's ready to move on. I think it's probably just as emotional for her as, as me. I'm happy it's over. Taylor Smith was also ordered to spend 38 days. Okay, so... Jordan throws, I'm sorry, excuse me. Jordan pushes Taylor off of, off of this, this bridge, right? There's a lake under the bridge, of course, as you heard. 60 feet, 60 motherfucking feet. Cracked, bruised, and broken ribs. Punctured lungs. And you telling me Taylor only got, I'm sorry, Jordan only got two days in jail? Trash! I'm trying to, I'm just, I'm just trying to think in the logical scope, common sensibly, where in the law, like for real, for real, does that happen? The fact that Jordan was being so gracious and you telling me, oh, the prosecutors weren't looking for jail time. Okay, friends who know friends. Oh, it was an accident. Oh, we don't want no jail time. First of all, MVP of the week to that motherfucking uh, judge. MV motherfucking. First of all, because no jail time is something. Jail time. All right, you gave her jail time. Two days. Okay. I I thought it. I thought it should have been a little bit more. Maybe a little a good a good fourteen. Because she looks. Uh, this is some. I'm gonna just say it. This is really some high rich white people shit. Do you y'all get what I'm saying? Whether this is high rich or high low, this is just some white people shit. Through and through. Let that would have been a, a black Jordan. 
pushing old girl, which would not happen at all. But let's just say this. Let that would have been a, a, a Jordan pushing a black tailor off of the bridge, which, again, would not happen again. But hypothetically speaking. I don't think two days in jail is going to cut it for some broken, bruised ribs and a punctured lung. You punctured my lung, bitch. I didn't fall feet first. You pushed me off of a 60 foot bridge into this cold ass lake and where I hit face to belly first. My chest is red. Okay? I can't move. I'm in this water hurting. You broke my ribs. You punctured my lung. And all that you're going to get is two days in motherfucking jail? Trash! Nah. That's too low for me. That's too low for me. Shout out to you giving her jail time because, again, this is some white people shit, so you... White people are expecting the leniency. Two days, though? No, 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 no. I need a good 14. Probably even a month. Maybe even a whole mother freaking year. Oh, why are you torching my daughter like that? Because your daughter tortured mine like that, bitch. Like, what in reality sits here and tells you to sit here and push your friend off a 60-foot bridge? You thought that shit was funny? You thought that shit was a hee-hee-ha-ha? A hee-hee motherfucking hell? Y'all look dumb. And and here's the thing. A lot... Mm, let me... Um, okay. A lot of y'all don't have teachers calling y'all stupid no more. I'm going to say it again because I don't think a lot of people heard me. A lot of y'all don't have teachers calling y'all stupid no more. What do I mean by that, Ty? Kids do stupid shit. Teenagers do stupid shit. Teens do stupid shit between the ages or between the grade groups of ninth grade eighth grade seventh grade and damn near senior in high school you're doing stupid shit you're doing stupid shit see nowadays you don't want to call nobody's child stupid right oh it's going to cause a commotion no because if your child is doing stupid shit consistently what is that? What do you call it? I call it stupid. So when your child is literally pushing people off of bridges, is that not stupid? But is she stupid, Ty? Yes. For pushing her friend, who she calls a friend, off of a 60 foot bridge and broke her fucking ribs. Was it an accident? Hmm? Cause we love hitting we love hitting that accident part. We we oh we love hitting that. Oh, it was an accident. Really? Was it? 
really wasn't when you sat here in the video and said, I'm going to push you, Taylor. What, no accident? What, no accident, man? Your crocodile tears don't mean shit in this motherfucking courtroom. But when the white woman cries, <gasps> we have, mm, mm. we have to listen, and we have, mm -mm, mm -mm. we have to listen, and we have to be attentive. Fuck all that shit, bro. Trash. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit. Blatant evidence tells you. This girl was stupid from the get-go. From the get. She sat here, told you I'm going to push you, pushed you, and then has the... Bro, it is... To me, it is theater. And I need to learn this a lot more. I need people to teach me this. To cry on a dime. To cry on a dime. I need to learn how to cry. I mean, my tears probably won't mean shit to people. But those white woman tears. Oh, don't matter if they fucked up or not. Instantly sorrow. Instant forgiveness for her. And I know I'm probably going to get canceled for saying this shit, but I don't give a fuck. I know I'm going to ruffle some feathers when I say this shit, but I don't give a fuck. It's facts, and it's true. And I'm not saying this for all, but for most Karens and Kates out there, it's definitely facts. Trash! Definitely facts. But um, two days in jail, I hope she learned a lesson. Don't be pushing nobody off of 60 foot unless you want to get your ribs broken and you have a puncture left too, Jordan. Because you wouldn't want nobody pushing your head ass off of no 60-foot ladder and then you sit here and have a punctured lung and three bruised ribs. I'm sorry, three broken ribs. Sorry. And shout out to you, Taylor, for being, again, so graceful about it. Because if I was you, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gave a no G-R-A-C or no goddamn E. None of that grace would have been given. Throw her under the cell, judge. Throw her right now. Solitary confinement. All right. Um, some more stupid shit is happening. Oh my god, just stupid shit. Uh, <laughs> Marcus Jordan, son of um the greatest basketball player to ever play the game, uh, Michael Jordan, and his new woman, uh, Larsa Pippen, um, are potentially, hopefully. I guess announcingly getting married. Um, if you don't know who Marcus Jordan or Larsa Pippen is, Marcus Jordan, as I just said, is the son of Michael Jordan. And Larsa Pippen is the former wife to Michael Jordan's teammate and former best friend, Scotty Pippen. Um, I believe Scotty Pippen and, and Larsa Pippen have had children together. All, all of that good jazz, all of that. Bop, bop, bop. Um, and I think, Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but I believe some of her kids are somewhere near his age. I don't know. I don't know. But y'all just let me know. Um, here's the thing, though. Larsa and Marcus Jordan, this relationship in this dynamic has always been weird uh, because 
literally that is like that is literally like me that is literally like hd my nephew okay that is like my nephew literally coming behind my back and marrying my lady after we done had about 10 15 years in two kids who after bam you done came in and swooped her i'm sorry what So we look at this now and Marcus Jordan went on a podcast basically saying he would love for his dad to be the best man in his wedding. Um, I'm going to just briefly say this now, Marcus, um, to kind of save you the trouble. Um, and maybe it's going to be and, and I could be com completely wrong. Let me say that first. But I'm just going to probably save you the time and the energy of this um your dad is going to support you right and going to support anything that you do because he loves you but i'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you um i don't think he wants to be the best man he may say yes because he's your son you understand what i'm saying but i don't think i don't believe in my heart of hearts nor my gut that this man thinks that this relationship is even authentically authentic enough for you to be married to her even him being the best man so i'm going to say it's going to be a no but again, he may say yes out of the love that he has for his son. Um, I guess my only question is Scotty going to be um, invited? And what will that look like? Because the Jordan household now, you know, is kind of blended, right? Grandpappy, huh? Larsa Pippen, you know, Grandpappy, huh? Oh goodness. <laughs> this shit is crazy. This is some rich people shit right here. That I ain't got I ain't got the money to understand it. But y'all got it. Y'all got it. Again, um before we get out of here, let's talk about I guess some more rich people shit cuz I just I just don't I just don't be understanding y'all sometimes. Uh Brian McKnight um is in the news as of late. Um R&B singer, R&B heartthrob. Uh, you know, the ladies love Brian McKnight, but, um, the ladies have not been loving Brian McKnight and the people have not been loving Brian McKnight so far because Brian McKnight has changed his name. Uh, Brian McKnight is just had a recently just had a child. Congratulations to him. Um, and because of that, and I guess with his new wife, um, he has changed his name. Um, from Brian, I guess, just McKnight, right? Or whatever his middle name was. To now, Brian Kanoa Makoa McKnight. Now, why is he changing this name like that? Because he just had a baby, which his name is Brian Kanoa Makoa McKnight Jr., now, why is this so crazy, Ty? Because, because Brian McKnight has three kids before this. And on top of that, he already had a junior 
before Koa Makoa. So my question, and I asked my lady this shit too. I said, so now that he has legally changed his name to be the senior to his new junior, what happens to the old junior? Because he does have a Brian McKnight Jr. Which is older. He's more of an adult now. Right? But isn't that a slap in the face to the first one? That's a slap. That's a slap in the face. Like, I'm thinking you're going to go like, you know, normally there's like a, a senior, a junior, a third, a fourth, fifth, blah, 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 blah. George Foreman did it. I don't. OK, that's that's cool. Right. Four, fifth, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, you changed your entire legal name. The entirety of the legal name. And I'm sitting there like. Why? What for for what? What what does that mean? Um I I I guess congratulations is an order. Uh, congratulations on the baby, of course. Um I I the, I, I don't know. I just I'm I'm more sad for the junior. Like the first junior, not this new junior, the first junior. Cause now it's two juniors. Like, who do you show more love to? Junior number one, junior number two. And you can't call them junior number one and two. That's that's disrespectful. Brian, what? All right, y'all. I'm out of here because this the stupidity. Trash! All right. Um, obviously, uh, stupidity is just running wild in these stories. So, listen, y'all be good. Stay easy. Be breezy. Uh, we'll be back on Monday for another one. Um be sure to like, comment, subscribe to everywhere you follow the podcast. Make sure to follow the podcast on all platforms um, and follow us on social media at T-O-B double underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's again, T-O-B double underscore podcast, the opinionated brothers on all social platforms. All right. And you can watch us on our YouTube channel as well. All right. And this has been another one. <laughs> We'll see y'all guys on Monday. Be good, stay easy, be breezy, and um, we love y'all.